Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, with our take on it. Two guys from the South Side of Chicago. Like always, remember to check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's the roadmap you need for everything us. Our music, our podcast, our videos, everything. A lot of good stuff on that on that website, audioapesmusic.com. Check it out right now. You got to. You do just it. go go do it right now. Put this on pause. Let us know what you think. Right. Put it on <laughs> pause. Don't even close the app out. Just put it on pause and then come right back. You know, because we got a real good show for you today. Awesome podcast. Uh, we've been away for a little while, though. I mean, you know, taking care of business. We took a little trip. Cincinnati. Group of friends. We went to Cincinnati. Um, the mean streets of Cincinnati. Uh, what can we say about Cincinnati? Never go there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cincinnati. <laughs> what up? No. Uh, yeah. It, it's like. Like, I mean, I guess being from Chicago, yeah, it, you know, that's it, what it is. I mean, maybe for all we know, maybe most like major American like cities are like just like Cincinnati, but Which we're from, like, you know, horrible Chicago. You know, we had a lot of nerve like being from this horrible <laughs> ass city, shit. and we're talking shit about Cincinnati. Why? Because it's peaceful. Like we're mad because Cincinnati was peaceful. There wasn't people getting stabbed. It was right, and weird. we didn't know how to handle it. I mean, it it's 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 like we got a touch of the. The Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, now yeah. we're <laughs> empathizing with our with our captive our our captivators. Yeah, I mean I don't know about you, but I need gunshots to. It's kind of like a to lullaby. Sleep. To Absolutely, sleep. Yeah, like exactly. it's it's sad. It's sad to joke about those things. I don't think people should joke about that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we went to Cincinnati for what though? Oh, uh, Chris Rock, Chris Rock stand up, which was outstanding. That was a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Like, the guy is still at the top of his game. I think he's gotten better, actually. Yeah, that was his best stand-up yet. And he he's re- he he looked rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. And it's just, to me, like, he's such a genius the way that he he walks that line between, between like... like Funny. Funny, but, like, smart yeah. and, and, like, in-depth and, like, just... Real life stuff and, and different types of of topics. He could go like real, like just over people's heads sometimes to like some street shit to like so to talking about some everyday stuff like yeah. a mortgage. Yeah, which I'm not gonna reveal the joke, but that that whole bit was yeah, just yeah, amazing yeah. about the mortgage <laughs> and all that. That was amazing. The mortgage, marriage. He had a lot of stuff to say about marriage. Absolutely, relationships. If, I enjoyed it. If you get a chance, definitely go check out the the Chris Rock stand up. He's touring right now the the Total Blackout tour. Now, you, you look at how, how how I don't mean to toot our own horn, but sometimes you gotta toot your own horn. How noble we are that like we just endorse Chris Rock. We're not getting any dollars from Chris. We're not getting any of this this Chris Rock these Chris Rock dollars. We get, we get but we're endorsing him because it's that good, and we want we just want to provide you the audience with quality. So, yeah. Well, Chris Rock, if you're out there, definitely check it we out. We got a GoFundMe. No, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey, maybe he'd like to be on the podcast one of these days. Right? Now, out of all the, out of all the, because we've seen, we're comedy just like, I mean, we're into comedy. 
So so we we see we watch a lot of stand up. Which do you think he's number one? He, number two. That that show that we saw in Cincinnati was definitely the best stand up that I've ever experienced in my life. Hands down, that's it. Like who'd be your top. Who'd be your top three? Like I, I agree with you. By the way, that was that was number one. I mean. <clears throat> well, there. I mean, it's hard because, like, if we're talking about like in person, I haven't seen everybody in person. Like, I haven't seen Seinfeld in person yet. Yeah. Uh, I know you've seen a couple more guys than me. I know you saw George Lopez. You saw Chappelle. I haven't yeah. seen either of those two. I did see uh, Louis C.K. Yeah, he was really funny. Also, uh, so in person, it's kind of hard for me to gauge. But now, just overall, like my top three, it would definitely be Chris Rock. Jerry Seinfeld, and man, that third that third spot I, I, that'd yeah. probably be between Chappelle or uh, C.K. Lewis for me. Yeah, probably me too. I and I'd probably give a little bit of the edge to to uh, C.K. Lewis because he's been more active. Yeah, and 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 Chappelle, I feel like he's funny in other ways, like with the, the sketches yeah, yeah. and all of that stuff. So well, actually, we were a even bit talking different. about that. Um, yeah, like C.K. Lewis's stand up, I feel is, is is a little bit funnier, but uh, in the comedy world, like if they both just croaked today, I feel that Dave Chappelle is like bigger in comedy because of his I, versatility. Yeah, he's left. I yeah, I definitely. I feel like he's left more because I mean. Didn't like C.K. Lewis have a, a show and like I don't know yeah. if people really knew about it, but everybody knows the Chappelle show. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, dude, that SNL skit with all of them. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. That's the perfect person to have after like the the presidency. Yeah. After like that whole campaign and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a perfect person to have for SNL. It was amazing, and I was not expecting that. So that was pretty, pretty dope. Dave Chappelle, we got to go fund me. <laughs> yeah, just everybody who just mentioned that was your shout out. Me. Um, and it's fucked up because we don't, so I'm gonna have to get to it. <laughs> yeah, man, we should, man. You know, everybody's doing it these days. Just it's it just seems like one of those things that it's just people have, you yeah. know, just minus us, it, right? So maybe we should start it. Uh, Fuck. We ain't we ain't out here begging for your dollars, but we're about to start B. So we're gonna fucking be guilt tripping you, motherfuckers, into giving us money. Please. So I need to eat. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking, that's shit. It's yeah. it's hard out here in these streets. But anyway, lot to go over, man. Lot lot has happened since since our last podcast. Uh, crazy, crazy, craziness. I mean, which is amazing. It's funny. It's funny because I feel like right now the president is doing a pretty good job. But just regardless as to what he does, people are upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, you saw that press conference. Well, when we were, when that press conference happened, we were in Cincinnati. Right. Um, and uh, so I, you know, I didn't get to catch it fully, but I, I got kind of the. <laughs> but the the, the way the way the media, like, portrayed it, like if he just went on this, fucking rant that like in incomprehensible rant that's what they made it seem like he was doing like if he was just on the podium just fucking blah, 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 like like what the fuck like uh, did, i mean 
you, you people are obviously like spewing fake news and 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 you know and then you know what what gets me is like that CNN they have the nerve to get upset yeah. there've been you know several occasions where people have said and and called them out on their fake news and like the the anchors they get upset about it yeah but you're doing it like you're not you're not taking the time to look in the mirror and realize that you're doing exactly what people are accusing you of doing. Yeah. For instance, I uh, that one anchor where remember when I pointed it out in Cincinnati where she said, "Oh, even Fox News had this to say about President Tr- Trump's yeah. uh, press conference," and it was one anchor yeah. from Fox. Like, why are you making it seem like it's the the whole network? And 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 they do that. They pick their language yeah. carefully because you want people to feel, oh, damn, even Fox is turning against the president. No, it's one anchor. Yeah. And, and and they pick their language because they want people to think a certain way. They want people to feel a certain way. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I think it was either yesterday night or this. Well, actually, I saw it this morning. I don't know when it came out. They had this um, post on Twitter. It was, uh, I want to say it was a Washington Post or New York Times. They had an article that said, uh, um, science is showing that same-sex marriage is, is uh, accept- when accepted in the community, is better for, for kids, like, uh, like, like healthy and uh, whatever, right? So then Ben Shapiro had, had tweeted what the actual study had said. And, and the study itself said, hey, we're not saying that there's a correlation between there being less suicides for, for communities where, where, you know, same-sex marriage is accepted or not. And we don't think that this should be used as, you know, something factual. We're just saying that there is some that, that we saw and that we would like to further study. Wow. And then Ben Shapiro said, this is when weak science becomes facts uh, with the media. Wow. And it's the same exact thing. Like, you, you want... You want to spew your own point, regardless of if it's factual or not, or regardless if, if there's any 100% truth to it, to the point where you'll take something that, that you know, they're, they're, they're doing studies, that they're, they're working with statistics, but they clearly said that, you know, there's no correlation yet, and then they, they make it into this whole article about, you know... That's very interesting. Whatever they want to push. Yeah, it, and exactly, and all... To push an agenda. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. It's just pushing an agenda. And, and, and you know what? If it was true, okay. But it's right. not true. It, it, it's it's like numbers that you don't even... That even the people that are doing the studies are saying, hey, we don't know yet. Right. We'll see. We'll do further studies. Right. The last thing you should be doing is reporting this. We're just letting you know this is what we're working on. Don't report nothing yet. Yeah. We're not finished. But, you know, but... People are so trigger happy, and they want to jump to conclusions and and make up their own their own uh, reality. Really, yeah. that's really like what it boils down to. Especially if it if it can, you know, help help what it is that they're that they're trying to to push because you know they whatever they're benefiting from it or or whatever the case. Yeah. Uh, like for instance. Uh, uh, this Milo thing that's oh, going yeah. on right now. Well, did you watch the Bill Maher? Oh, well, we right. we heard it. We yeah, heard it I'm, I'm, yeah. On the trip back from Cincinnati, we were listening to the the podcast of Real Time with Bill Maher. And obviously, like for those out there that don't know, Milo Yiannopoulos is a, or 
I don't know if we should say was. I mean, because I mean, I don't know how this is going to affect yeah. his career, but is he is a, a, a gay political commentator. He uses a lot of comedy. He goes on these college tours, yeah. you know. Has his own podcast. He he's a provocateur, and and he's very good at 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 fighting for free speech. Yeah, like absolutely one hundred percent great at it. Honestly, to me, I would say if I had to compare him to anybody, I would say he was or is the Eminem of political commentary. Yeah. Like, yeah. without a doubt. Like, hands down, he, he pushes the envelope. He pushes the boundaries. He he uh, questions sensibilities about things. And he brings a lot of things to light that should be brought to light. Now, uh, after he was on the Bill Maher show, there was... This stuff posted about him from a podcast that he was on over a year ago. Well, actually, two podcasts, the Joe Rogan podcast and the Drunken Peasants podcast, over a year ago that he had said that to some people sounds like he's condoning pedophilia. Yeah. Now, I went myself to listen to both of those yeah. you know, outlets to see... Oh, wow. I thought it was only the Joe Rogan, so there was another one. Right. Okay. It was another one. And I went... I went you know, as far as to check both of them out, because I've been a fan of Milo. So I was like, man, this is, if this is true, this is incredibly fucked up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But when, when I listened to it, I didn't get what, what they were saying about it. Like no part of me felt like he was in any way, shape or form yeah. condoning pedophilia. Was he talking about pedophilia? Yes. Did he mention that he was abused as a child? Yes, did he mention that he was abused by a priest? Yes, all of that. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of, which he even said in his his uh, own press conference, a lot of sloppy language used. Yeah, yeah. But but I feel it was more sarcasm. You know, those Br British people have, kind of have that dry, sarcastic humor. Exactly. And and I feel like, in a way, he's kind of... He's kind of he doesn't want to be the victim of, of, of his abuse... So he sort of embodies it and accepts it because, I mean, I know obviously there's this like one part in there that rubs people the wrong way where he said the reason why like he gives such good head is because of, oh. of the priest, <laughs> Father Michael. And, and you know what's funny is like that makes you laugh and yeah. it kind of makes me chuckle a little bit too. But too, a lot of it, and like going back to this whole Eminem comparison, yeah. we're so used to like hearing such like outlandish, crazy things from like... Fuck who we head. consider to be like one of the, one of the best rappers ever. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's to us like something like that. It's not out that outlandish because yeah. we have an understanding that sometimes you use certain words or certain language yeah. to challenge people's sensibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, it, it, it's intentional. Now, whether but whether whether that intention comes from a place of of pain or or whatever. You're in a way using it as a weapon and like in a way using it to defend yourself. No. So I I get that aspect of it. Now, there was a there's another uh, a flip side to the coin, which um I was listening to uh uh Stefan Malinu's uh, podcast and he he commented on on the whole Milo situation a little bit. And one thing that he he said that um I felt is worth mentioning was he, he talked about how Milo mentioned that while he was living in Hollywood, he would go to a lot of parties where a lot of young boys 
would be doing drugs and having sex with yeah. older men. Now that is kind of sketchy because by young boys, do you, are you talking about 16 and 17 year olds, 18 year olds? Yeah. Or are you talking about like really young, like 12, 13 year old, you know, because it's yeah. a di- there's a yeah. difference. Yeah. And the difference being the law, like the age of consent, that's, that's the difference. Regardless, regardless as to like what your own personal beliefs about what the age of consent should be, the fact of the matter remains is this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's wrong. It's wrong if if that's what was going on. But obviously, we don't know the specifics of that. And I mean, we're not gay, so like I don't know like you know that particular lifestyle and like the yeah, whole club scene and the drug scene. I'm not you know sure how it works and stuff. Because I know on on his uh in his press conference he said that a lot of times you know older homosexual men say boy or young boy to refer to yeah. younger men, so I don't I don't know about that I don't know yeah. about that so obviously obviously Milo is not without sin in in this whole debacle yeah. but what I will say that we do know and 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 the evidence clearly points to is that this is definitely like an onslaught attack to bring him down. Oh yeah. This is by no means like a ploy to 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 stand up for for the abused children of the world. That's not what this is. No, no, no. This is this man he reached a height that he hadn't reached before being on the Bill Marshall and they didn't like it especially not just him being on the show, but how well he was received by Bill Maher. Yeah. Because Bill Maher, like, for as 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 different as as political views as they have from one another, he received him very well. Yeah, and that's one thing I respect about Bill Maher. You know, I don't agree with everything that he says. As a matter of fact, on a lot of things I don't agree with. Um, but he was willing, and he's always willing to debate against anybody. And right. at the end of the day, it was like uh, Milo said it in uh, in when when he was at the show. Um, if if you don't come to debate, then you've already lost. Absolutely, you know. And and uh, and then he got like a round of applause, which I was like, dude, you're getting applauded in the Bill from Mar- Bill Maher's audience. Absolutely. Yeah. So so you know that was something I, I I respected. But but you're right, that is an onslaught, and and that is targeted towards him. And really, like Breitbart, because he was kind of like the the face at. At, at the time of Breitbart, he mm-hmm. was like the most known. And then and then, Trump's advisor, Steve Bannon, used yeah. to be the head of Breitbart. Yeah. And it's kind of like uh, what Stefan Malinu said on his, on his podcast. He's like, Milo was literally a hop, skip, and a jump away from President Trump. Yeah. Like, yeah. because, I mean, he, Milo was sort of built under, under Bannon. Like, Bannon was the one that, like, sort of put everything in place for Milo to be who he had became. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then Milo was going to speak at CPAC and all of that stuff. So one it, thing one it, thing they try and uh, make Steve Bannon out to be and uh, Milo um, is like these white supremacists. And it's funny because he, it was funny, and, I, and I've known this for a while, but it was funny when he mentioned it. He's like, you know, I'm a gay Jew. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> You know, people keep saying that the alt right is this and is that, like, but I'm kind of like the face of the alt right, and I'm not what people are saying that I am. Yeah. And 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 it's funny because um, you know, 
people people just people say the darnest things. <laughs> but yeah, like they'll just say anything just to discredit you. I find it real funny how the left is so adamant about making judgment calls on others. Like the party of, you know, shame free, no judgments. Yeah, yeah. They're so adamant about 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 you know what others are doing and they're so sure they know what it is like for instance uh kind of something that strikes a little bit closer to home recently on uh our our friend um melissa's instagram i i saw and it was just funny i was in a comment but i didn't i'm gonna wait till like we see her in person but on, on her instagram she put something that said it said uh slut is the word we use uh, to vilify a woman's a woman who who says right to say yes or something. So pretty much saying that like men who use the terminology slut, all you're doing is vilifying a woman who has the freedom to do whatever she wants. And and that's not it. And but that is the left's narrative that, that what it is. But the reality is. If somebody calls you a slut, they're not they're not vilifying you. But they are making they are making a, a a call based on their value system. For instance, if you go to the car lot, you're let's say you're looking to buy a car. You go to the car lot and you see, you know, the the new cars 2017, 2016, 2015, so on and so forth, the used cars, and then you see the lemons. You, and and that's how you classify like these are the the new fresh ass whips these are the the used whips and these are the fucking lemons <laughs> would you like a lemon in 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 the relationship sexual marketplace we also do that we all each uh, each of us whether we want to admit it or not we create our own value system yeah no. we create our own value system and nobody could say that you don't have the right to comment on your value system. So if a woman is out here doing all of this stuff that you find to be unfavorable in the realm of a relationship, yeah. to you, she may be a slut. Yeah. That's not saying that we're not saying that, that she needs to stop what she's doing. We're not saying that she's going to go to hell. We're not saying anything. We're just saying that for this particular person who feels this way, he may not have much value for you, yeah. and his terminology for that lack of value is a slut. Like yeah, no. that's there, and and that's why they'll never win that. No, they won't. It'll never be won. Yeah. Absolutely not. Because I mean, okay, we can't. Let's say, let's say there was a law that said you can't say it. Well, I'm still gonna feel it. Right. I'm still exactly. Go about it. The, you're the you're not way. right. Exactly. I'm still gonna treat you the same. All of that stuff. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? And that's a losing battle. And see, I think that, that that's uh. That's why the left is where it's at because, um, and, and not in a good way, I'm saying this is why they're in shambles is because they f- keep finding these losing battles. They keep, uh, they keep like this whole political correctness, this whole, you know, oh, well, this is how we define things. I mean, yeah, we make fun of Kellyanne Conway because she said alternative facts, but you live in the realm of alternative facts yourself. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, she said that, but you live in that. Like, right. So that, so that like, statement, the whole vilifying the slut statement, yeah. that is an alternative fact yeah. because you're, what you're saying is that I'm vilifying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, am, I am just simply saying that in, in how I perceive the relationship marketplace, 
I don't put you very high on in 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 value. Yeah, yeah. It just is what it is, and. Uh, but I mean that that's I mean this is indoctrinated in in, in the media. This is indoctrinated in in, in uh, colleges. This is this is the new left. This is how they think, which is why I'm happy about the way Trump is handling it, because uh, when we were over in Cincinnati, I remember we were looking at uh, how he was doing rallies. Yeah. In uh, what was it, North Carolina and Florida. Right. And um, and then there was a poll that came out. It was like in the fifty percentile, like fifty fifty almost, of who who do they trust, Trump or the news. Which is to show how untrustworthy the media has been where it's like, you know, and he's taking the fight to them where it's like, you know, people aren't believing them. I mean, come on, media being believed 50%. The fact fact that the news doesn't even put out retractions when they say something wrong. Yeah. They're just getting away with all this, like, this false information and they they don't take the time to, like, look into it. Or anything like that, yeah. and people catch on to it. Like, there's so many other sources of 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 information out there. People realize that yeah. it's like one of those things. It's like one of those things. Like, have you ever have you ever like been around like when a news story pops off and like you were there when it happened, and yeah. then when you read about it in the news, and it's like way different. Yeah. yeah. Like like because that's happened to me several times, especially in Chicago. I remember a few years ago when I was like right there when the the 500th oh, person yeah. got killed. Yeah. The way that it was like talked about in the paper was totally different than how it happened. Oh wow, for real? So, yeah, and, and and not by like anything like, you know, you know, conspiracy, not like a conspiracy or anything, but it just wasn't it was sloppy. It, it was very sloppy. Yeah. So just in my personal experience, like I've I've dealt with that. So imagine the millions of Americans that have been at certain places at certain times have seen how certain things have gone down. And then when the news talks about it, they're like, "No, nah, that didn't happen like that. It yeah. wasn't like that." That of course the it, it, the new people are gonna feel like the news is untrustworthy, yeah, yeah. and and that's and that's it's reflecting in how they voted, yeah. and I think that's was really the thing that drove the media up the wall when Trump told the media at that press conference. Oh, like people, <laughs> people. I he's like, I won because people listened to me and not you people. Yeah. He's like, if they would have listened to you, I would have lost. Yeah, and it's true. It's very true. If people would have listened to the media, there were he would have had no shot in hell. Yeah. Like Hillary would have won by probably like the the biggest landslide in American history yeah, yeah. if they had listened to the media. Yeah, Obvi- but but is the news? And, gonna- and if he would have pay- been paying attention to the media and, and like fo- and like kind of fell for what the media was doing, he's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm gonna do it my way, and the, we'll see who wins. Absolutely, and, I- and that's the thing. I feel that that right now the battle is. Pretty much Trump versus the media, uh, and these funded these funded uh, um, protests. So what what Trump is doing is playing chess. He's like, okay, you want to play that game? I'm gonna discredit you, and I'm gonna take pet. I'm gonna take petty to a whole nother level. Cause let's be honest, he has been petty on certain stuff like with the crowd sizes and all that. But yeah. I think he does it to be like the ultimate troll. Because, I mean, you're the president and you have a Twitter account. So, like, yeah. and you use it. So, I, I think he's taking Petty to a whole new, new level. And, and he's getting... He, in their head. In their head. And, it's and, making and them go insane. <laughs> they're, they're going and insane. And they're falling for it. They're falling for it. So, all this commotion. And it's like you said uh, the other day. And then, Dodd Frank. All right. Let's let's take this shit out of the, you know. Right in the shred. Yeah. Boom. 
uh, do this, do that. All right, 75% uh, regulation deductions. And like, so while you're over here playing with whatever he's tweeted on, you know, he's boom, 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 boom. And, and I'll tell you this, if the results start coming in within the next, you know, the next three, three, four years, um, he's going to win by a landslide because he's, he already knows what they're trying to do with these funds. Cause like the news is, and, and like the media, the way it's looking, it's like, Oh man, everyone's in an uproar. And it's not like that. You're seeing these, you're seeing this in urban, you know, uh, cities, you know, like where, where, you know, like people like, like Illinois, come on, that's Democrat. Like, you know, and, and even like the, 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 the ending numbers didn't she didn't uh, Hillary have like sixty five million? He had sixty two million. This is not about there. This is not about the, the the numbers in that sense. This is uh the numbers in a republic sense, which is like state by state. Right. So again, he's taking it to the media. Now he's going rallying in North Carolina and Florida. So he's making sure to kind of like cut off the bridge that 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 the media is kind of living off of, mm-hmm. and, and be like, no, no, no. All right, it's cool. You want to do that? I'm going to take these swing states and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I'm there. I'll make sure that they listen to my Twitter feeds. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to discredit you so bad and, and you're going to keep falling for everything that I throw that that come election, you know, election day in the next four years, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to buy, they're trying to the way the media and, and these protests are making it seem is like like fucking the United States is in mayhem. Yeah. And it's not. It's not me. No, it's it's you know President's Day. You know they they had funded funded protests. Oh, not my President's Day. All right, cool, whatever. So every every little holiday, that's what they're gonna do. And the thing, what's so funny about it is that that shit is getting so old so quick. Yeah, people don't even give a fuck about that yeah. shit. Like, oh, okay, you're protesting. Nobody cares. I still gotta go to work in yeah. the morning. Do like, you know how many protests are in Chicago every fucking day? And and, and, and it doesn't do anything. Nobody yeah. cares yeah. about that shit. Like, if anything, if anything, like the people that care about it are the ones like us that go to like record it and and get like interviews. you know interviews and footage from it, which which uh. We did a, a real good uh, Trump protest interview after he had won the election. So it's awesome. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. Do it now. Pause it again. Then go check, subscribe, all that, and then come back. Um, <laughs> just a little break real quick. Uh, Mikasa. We didn't, we didn't oh, play. Yeah. yeah, Mikasa. It's out. One of our new songs. It's, there, it's out on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that stuff. Real up-tempo club kind of thing a totally different side of us like you you hear us on this podcast and we're talking about politics you know what i'm saying getting getting deep with it the we music wrote that is a song, little different you know no fucks were given absolutely none as a matter of fact if you're about to work out after this or if you plan to work out anytime within the next 24 hours play that song yeah. it will hype you up absolutely absolutely you might you might reach a new a new level messing with that song in the gym Definitely. But, um, yeah, so back to what we were talking about. You know, um, back to earlier, you had said that one of the things you respect about Bill Maher is how real he is. Yeah. And one of the things he said that I, I really respect, this was a few weeks ago, he was talking about how like outraged people got at Michael Keaton at the Golden Globes. I don't know if you remember at the Golden Globes when Michael Keaton, he had confused hidden figures with fences the Denzel oh, movie yeah. and he said hidden fences yeah 
And there was an uproar about that. Oh, people are, are all black movies the same to you? This, this, and that. Which, I mean, it was really, like, you could tell it was an honest mistake. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? He's, he's a Hollywood actor. He was probably fucking coked out of his mind. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't know what he was saying. It was a mistake. He was coked out. <laughs> but 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 what was so what was so crazy about it is is you know how the left reacted. And well, it's like it's like uh, you were telling me about the moonlight, the moonlight. Uh, oh, the article, article by the Huffington Post. I mean, I mean, we, can you expect anything less than from the Huffington Post? Though they, these, the reason they pretty they essentially put out an article saying that if you didn't see the movie Moonlight. Is not because you were, you know, just not interested in the movie or not because, you know, you didn't even see marketing for it. No, the reason you didn't see Moonlight is because you don't care about the poor urban gay kids of America. And How fucking dare you? What, like, what is wrong with you? Just, just disgusting human beings. Go watch Moonlight right now. Pause this I, fucking no, I feel like that's what whole, that that's what goes on. <laughs> I feel like that's what goes on at the Huff Post. Like when they're like doing their shit, it's like, yeah. like that's what like the, the these uh, journalists are thinking to themselves. They're like fucking disgusting human beings. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like that's like what the fuck shit. is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, and I heard it was a good movie, and I want to watch it. I've been wanting to watch it. It's good. It's good. It it, it uh it dwindles in the third act. Oh. The third act really um. The best way I could describe Moonlight, the feeling you'll you'll get leaving Moonlight, is sort of the feeling you had at the end of the the night of. Oh. That where it's like it's like a really good build up, but then it's like. Eh, third act is like. Oh. Where like eh, what? Yeah. So the night of was good, and then I don't know what happened at the end. It just kind of like you said, it dwindled. I was like, oh. yeah. And and what was funny is I really thought I really thought there was a moment in the movie that I thought they were foreshadowing the ending, and I was like, wow, that would that would be a really good ending. Obviously, you know, I'm not gonna spoil it, but that didn't happen. It didn't happen, and it left me it left me wanting more, but. Overall, still, like, still, still worth seeing. Um, from a technical standpoint, amazing. Yeah. Like the way it was shot, acting wise, very good. Um, so it deserves. And, and and the first and second acts were were stellar. Like if the third act, if the third act had kept up with the first and second act, yeah. easily movie of the year oh, by far, wow. easily. Damn. But but it, that messed it up. Um, so far, what do you got for movie of the year? I haven't watched La La Land, so I can't say. Yeah, I, what do I? I would say Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge, um, and then everything. Definitely Lego Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Batman, it. I heard. I, I heard good it. things. I heard good things. What I will say though, what I will say is Hacksaw Ridge is better than Moonlight. But if Moonlight would have been better in the third act, it it could have been better than Hacksaw Ridge. Damn. Yeah. But Hacksaw Ridge was awesome. I love that movie. We shall see. Yeah, I got to catch up. Cause hey, I that's another thing. Uh, leftists are, are up in arms about uh, Mel Gibson back in the, oh, back in the mix. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 
Big Mel back in the mix. Did, did you see the, the I don't know. Did we go over it in the in the Meryl Street podcast? Oh, yeah. I don't know if we went over his reaction. <laughs> like, like, man, he was ready to fucking pull out his fucking Braveheart sword. Shh. <laughs> 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 half. All right. That's one thing I, I'm not looking forward to is... Uh, I'm looking forward to the Oscars because I'm a movie buff and I like movies. But I'm not looking forward for those acceptance speeches. No. Jeez. Hell no. It's so played out. I'm so tired of it. I don't even want to see the president. I don't want to see anything anymore. I don't, I don't TV, know. It's like so fucking... It's always... I don't Trump know if, there's, Trump, if Trump, anybody's Trump. doing any polls or study on, on this, but I think they should. But I would be willing to bet... That if they did, the evidence would show that most Americans are getting pretty upset by celebrities even commenting on political matters. Because, I mean, I know like from my own personal perspective, I know they don't live the life that I live. Yeah. So, like hearing them comment about it is just kind of like, what? You, yeah. you, don't, you fucking live in a gated community within a gated community. Like, yeah. you don't, of course you don't need a gun. Like, you, but you're not everybody fucking else. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just tired of it. Uh, I'm tired. And it's, it's always like, oh, we have to speak out. It's our response. No, it's not. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't ask you. Yeah. But yeah, it, so I, that's one thing I just. Hopefully, it's like I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. There's going to be like at least five, at least five speeches in which they're going to say, you know, it's going to yeah. have something to do with the president. I'm just like, yeah, I'm tired of it. Please stop. But um, before we close out, I want to ask you, do you think Milo can bounce back from this? I think so. I think he has enough of a following. I think um, I think the, the stuff that he said in part was misconstru- misconstrued. What I will agree on is the, the stuff that you said that where it was kind of shady. But I mean, you know, I look at people like Roman Polanski... And like people just, you know, right, which he was cle- like clear cut, sodomized yeah. right. a little girl. And, uh, you know, and people are accepting of him. So for some, you know, for some that somebody just said, as opposed yeah. to, yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I think, I think uh, if he plays his cards right, I, I think so. Yeah. And, and I feel like, I guess, one of the biggest tests t- uh, of superstardom. Is scandal. I mean, look at look at Trump, the whole grabber by the pussy thing. A lot of people thought that was gonna bring him down. Yeah. Or like Eminem, the whole you know when he said the N word on the on the on that oh, yeah. that, that, that mixtape or whatever, yeah. you know. And and they these people were able to survive it. So I I feel like there's a there's a glimmer of hope, like you said, if he plays his cards right. Yeah. But um, I think we'll leave it at that for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like always, remember to check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's the roadmap that you need for everything us. Podcast, music, videos, all of that stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes, Audio Apes. YouTube, Hanging With Apes, Audio Apes. We're out there. Remember, Hanging With Apes is the podcast. Audio Apes is our music. Enjoy. Peace. Peace.